Pum 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 pum. Pum 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 pum. And are we going? And we're off, I think. It is uh, Wednesday, January 17th, 2024 AD here in Los Angeles. How you guys doing? I'm fine. We're going to have a fun, loosey-goosey Wednesday show, everybody. Oh, my bad. Um, and uh, it's 9.05 now here in Los Angeles, by the way. Uh, I will take your calls, guys. I have some things about Christians and Trump and Trump supporters and Nikki Haley that I hope to touch on. I found out I am remiss in getting to your more of your super chats. There was another one from Base America First. I mentioned Lin Yan Chin. And uh, more have come in. Thank you for the support, guys. Buymeacoffee.com slash the hate report. As well as, yo, um, rumble.com slash the hate report. You can support there. Um, okay. And some of you guys are already on hold. 888-77-JESSE. I am on Jesse Lee Peterson's network. 1-888-775-3773. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Fine. And uh, I got my Trump shirt on. Hey, Trump. Trump Hotel. Sweet. <laughs> Voice of an angel. <laughs> That's kind of you. Well, at least it didn't irritate you so badly that you turned off the stream. At least not you in particular. Um, hello to YouTube. Hello to DLive. Hello to Rumble. Hello to Odyssey. Some people watch on Odyssey sometimes. Kick.com slash The Hake Report. Twitch.tv slash The Hake Report. Uh, I even saw Super Dave seemed like he went over to X, formerly known as Twitter.com slash The Hake Report. Isn't that nice? And pictures, picture and audio seem good, right? I think they are. Oops. I misspelled Twitch. So, sweet, sweet. What's up, Clovera? 07. That's a salute. Uh, alphanumeric thing. I. Phew. Real quick, real quick. Nikki Haley, sweet. Nikki Haley states that America was never racist. And this made headlines? 
And it's not as if Nikki Haley is based because although she has said some things that are kind of typical of Southerners because she's a Southerner, okay? Even though she's an India Indian, she was Sikh. She converted to Christianity in like 1997, a year after she married some Christian guy. She got, had both a Sikh or Sikh, S-I-K-H, pronounced either way, I guess. I don't know. A uh, wedding and a Christian wedding. Nimarata, it's not Nimrata, it's Nimarata, Nikki is her middle name, I guess, Randhawa, <laughs> born in South Carolina, an anchor baby to immigrant Sikh, Sikh parents from Punjab, India. Her father had worked as a professor over there in the 50s. Her mother was, got a law degree from University of Delhi. Is it Delhi or Delhi. Cash Daily over on X says, women should not be president. I'm with you, man. I don't even think they should be vice president. And I kind of liked, I much preferred, uh, who's that woman whom they hated who ran with McCain? I kind of liked Sarah Palin. <sighs> but she annoyed people. <laughs> uh, she annoyed people. She was a naggeress. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so Nikki Haley, you know, I'm sure she has some talents in terms of, you know, smart, relatively speaking, but she's not very bright, in my opinion. I don't think Mays would call her very bright, even though Mays means something else when she calls her bright. But this gal, I became aware of her when Jesse became aware of her, I guess. Or at least really, really aware of her when she took down the Confederate battle flag or whatever that thing is. The rebel flag from the Capitol grounds because she was so-called governor, woman governor. Give me a break, South Carolina. What's wrong with you? Slap you upside the head, even though I disavow violence of many kinds. The beautiful South, come on. She took that down after... That guy with the bowl cut, Dylan Storm Roof, shot up the black church because these black people were like, oh, take this rebel flag down because he flew it in some picture. He also flew some other flag of uh, this African country that was white. The Rhodesian flag, I think. Rhodesia? Is that African? But white? And some other flags. Oh, And so, oh, yeah, this makes people racist or something or it spreads racism. Stupid. Very stupid. A whole lot of people fly a whole lot of things and do hateful, evil things, uh, such as kill and murder, in the name of all kinds of uh, things that are neither good nor bad, or sometimes good, like Christianity. A lot of people do evil and call themselves Christians or in the name of Christianity or whatever. Same thing with everything. I bet you the communists would would, uh, say the same thing, defend communism and say, well, all these communists who did all these evil things, first of all, they would lie about it, because that's all they do is lie. <laughs> and then they would deny it and blah, blah, blah. But no, this racism thing, because they're I mentioned with my call f- with Tommy from Michigan yesterday. Great call, Tommy from Michigan. He also called Joel or Anchor Baby. That this anti-racism thing is, try- is really anti-nation. Anti-nation, because a race, what is a race but a nation of people, a people. 
of similar stock, similar culture. Yes, and even those people won't get along, of course. But you feed into the the uh, Satan suspicion of, oh, he's treating me different because I'm different on the outside. That's Satan talking to you. Anti-racism is anti-country, anti-nation. Really was what it is. So, evil Nikki Haley took down the rebel flag, and I think she even called Trump racist or hateful or something when Trump was running in 2016. And then he graciously gave her, saved South Carolina from her, and sent her off to the United Nations. (laughs) Isn't that nice? Right on Trump. And then she came back and disavowed Trump again and trying to run against Trump. Give me a break. She was based when she said that the Civil War... What did she say about the so-called Civil War? Not the Yemeni Civil War. At a town hall in Berlin, New Hampshire, December 27th of last year. This is past year. This is past month. She responded to the, a question about the origins of the American so-called Civil War. Some call it the War of Northern Aggression, but it was mutual aggression, you know, I think. I don't know. The cause of this so-called civil war was basically how the government was going to run, she said. The freedoms of, and what people could and couldn't do, she said. And that's true. After receiving criticism for her failure to mention slavery, they want to hype slavery. The communists want to hype slavery because the communists are anti-slavery. Which means they're anti-freedom, really. Really. Because they're for slavery to sin, slavery to the government, slavery to the worst of one, ano- of one another, slavery to their satanic false religion of atheism, slavery to anti-family. Haley restated slavery to, the, to hating the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, really. Restated her position the following day, saying, All of, of course American Civil War was about slavery. But she said, more recently, America was never a racist country. And I was raised, I never even really believed in the racism thing. But I was raised to be like, yeah, you know, different people in, in the war, in the country. Some people think this way, some pe- th- people think another way. And the slave owners weren't necessarily these evil people. What a mess. The more I learn, <laughs> well, I, I, I got to move on. But anyway, that's the mess. Of co- unfortunately, Nikki Haley thinks that racism exists. Anyway, she, should, she shouldn't even be in the running. It's dumb. Uh, <sighs> One more th- topic I want to point to. This Boomer's book. (sighs) Let's see. I I saw a tweet about an excerpt from this Boomer's book, this book about Boomers by a woman named Helen Andrews. Boomers, the men and women who promised freedom, meaning communism, is a lie from Satan. Satan promised uh, freedom too. The serpent, and they became dead. To Adam and Eve, to Eve, really. 
I have these pictures, a couple of pictures, these screenshots in the folder. I don't know if you're able to show them, but if not, it's okay. If you are, it's great. Boomers, and it's just these flowery, flower books, flower book, flowery book. And it's this 60s coloring and 60s style flower motifs, you know. Not real flowers, just drawings of flowers. Simple, simplistic. And she says, in some ways, the Jackson Sharpton method writes, she writes, of activism may seem like an improvement on the old breadbasket method. I don't know anything about that. Why bother organizing a boycott when persuading a regulator to threaten a business deal can get you what you want in half the time? But the tedious work cut out by this more efficient system turned out in retrospect to be essential to the so-called democratic process, she says. Hmm, she writes. Not many people know that if Congress had not passed... No, that's not that. (laughs) Uh, This is in the other folder, Boomers 1 and 2. I will get to Allie Beth Stuckey, hopefully, today. And Beth uh, Moore. These women. Shout out to the ladies. Not many people know that if Congress had not passed the so-called Civil Rights Act of 1964, Chief Justice Earl Warren was prepared to step in with a so-called Supreme Court decision that would have accomplished much the same thing. You know, this destructive, evil, anti-discrimination laws of 1964, I guess? Evil Congress? Way back in 1964. The cases Bell v. Maryland and Barr v. City of Columbia involved sit-in protests at private lunch counters, and JLP was not on board with such things. A private lunch counter, and you're sitting in there, and the private lunch counter uh, purse owner doesn't want to serve the blacks, and the blacks for- impose on them? No, 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 no. Uh, but those cases that I guess went to the so-called Supreme Court involved sit-in protests at private lunch counters and hinged on whether the owner's actions in removing the so-called protesters, the imposers, the, the uh, ingrate blacks, who want to impose on white businesses and not frequent black businesses, by the way, were unconstitutional under the so-called 14th Amendment, the way that it would have been if, regis- if the restaurants had been government property. I guess the government property can't dis. dis- can't segregate and discriminate. Chief Justice Warren thought it did violate the 14th Amendment. He believed the public-private distinction collapsed the moment the owner called the police. Isn't that a shame? So evil. Ridiculous. The moment they, uh, they called the police, let's see, To say that the policy is merely private ignores the fact that without the state, it could not survive, he wrote in an unreleased draft opinion. Was he an NAACP lawyer? He went further. The choice of the proprietor was not in an authentically private decision, but was influenced by the custom of the community, historic pattern of Maryland laws. Not just the man's deed, but even his opinions were a form of state action, he claims. Warren deliberately withheld the court's decision on the sit-in cases until Congress acted on the so-called civil rights bill. So you can't discriminate with with your business 
based on race. Don't you, don't we have these signs? You, you, we have the, uh, we reserve the right to refuse service for any reason. You have the right to discriminate evil government ever since the, since the 60s. And you can't blame boomers for this because boomers were young people back then. Eh, boomers were participating in this stuff because they were young and dumb. They were like in college or younger, I guess. But the older people, the older than the boomers, were the ones imposing this evil stuff. I wanted to say the C word, R-A-P, but I don't want to say that in front of the kids too much. I'm shaking my head about that. So thank you, Helen Andrews, author of this book, Boomers, the men and women who promised so-called freedom and delivered disaster. That's what Satan does. That's what the woman thinking does. Speaking of woman thinking... And communism and Satan. <laughs> Let me get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. How you doing, Joe? It's good to hear from you, man. Good morning, James. Morning. All righty. Well, I tell you what, I sure do elicit a lot of response from your listeners, I tell you. Yeah, you, you sure do. Uh, hate begets hate. <laughs> okay. Uh been thinking about starting my own podcast for a while now. I need to go ahead and do that. But anyway, <laughs> um, the one caller was asking, what studies? What studies, Joe? Yeah. Well, the, CJ. the first study was is the sentencing project from the Department of Justice. You can look at that one. Then there's two. So, so how the does the Department Army. of Justice, he, he asked the question, how does the Department of Justice or whoever know that they're uh, using drugs if they're not convicted of possession? There's multiple ways, and it details it in the report. Can you name and a few? Do you, do you know offhand? The, the, there's two others in the National Institute of Health that got, I got quoted directly that blacks and white use and sell drugs at the same, at similar levels. What, and where so, are they getting, how are they getting, how are they determining this? I'll let you read it for yourself, James. Oh, so you, do you not? Do you not know, or you could? Because just tell me if you don't know. It's fine. I'm not going to accuse you of making it up, like you accuse me of making stuff up, just because I don't know stuff offhand. Okay. If you don't know, no, then just let me know. I'd rather, I'd rather you be. Yeah, I'd rather you I'd be rather, honest. I'd rather you read it yourself. I'd rather you read it yourself. So you don't know? Are you, do you know, or do you no. not know? Answer my question. Offhand. If you listen, I, I said twice now. I do know, but it's in the report to read it yourself. Okay, so you so you claim to know, but you don't want to even give me a hint of how they know. That's right. That's right. Okay, I gotta go, Joe, because you don't want to really engage with me. I'm totally engaging with you. You're not engaging about. with me because you don't really want to give me any hint. I'm telling you, it's in a report. Read it yourself. No, I don't want to read some dumb report. All right. Well, the point was those were three studies. That no, 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 no. I don't want look, any studies. Look up you, you, college. you pretended like you were responding to CJ from Texas, who said, "How do they know that these people use drugs at all at the same at the same rate?" He wanted to know what studies. I gave him three. No, no, no. He, he's like, "How do they know?" He said, "What studies? What studies are you talking about?" And did he say, "How did he? How did they know?" And I'm asking, "How do yeah. they know?" There's two people who want to ask how they know. 
All right, Jeff, I'll give you one little kernel here. Thank you. One of the reasons how they knew is that they tracked people seeking treatment for, for drug abuse. Right? Okay. That's one way they, they did it. And so they seek drug, uh, treatment for drug abuse at the same rates per capita. Not quite that simple, but that's one of the ways they did it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. See? You are welcome. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Move, right. move forward. The next caller from Ocala, Florida. I think his name is David like, in Ocala. He's like, David, okay. He's like, did he, I bet Joe from Phoenix or did did Joe from Phoenix vote for Hillary and I, Biden? I never voted for, for Hillary and Biden. I certainly didn't vote, vote for Trump. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. So you and are I a lame-o for not voting for Trump, but you are not that <laughs> lame that you voted for Hillary or Biden. But you did and vote I certainly for can admit when I'm wrong. But you did vote for Obama twice. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Because of what he actually accomplished. But anyway, I can admit that I'm wrong. If you remember, I, I was adamant that Cosby would not be con- first convicted and sent to jail. I was shocked when that actually happened. Who's this? Cosby. Oh, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I, call, I, I called in and we talked about it. I admitted I was wrong. And I was shocked that he actually got convicted and sent to jail. Although, I did say that he would eventually be set free, and he was. Nice. Right on. Yeah. Uh, and you also, so, uh, also in his defense, this communist does uh, admit to being wrong sometimes, because mm-hmm. you, called, you said the B word one time and apologized for it, and you said it in a different time and didn't apologize for it, but you did apologize for it once. So, hey... There you go, no, I've, I've, David and O'Cal. And you I've, explained I've yourself. I've always said that once, James. I've oh. always said that once, too. Well, you apologized for something that you said I uh, did. one time. Yeah, I, I, apologize, I apologize for call, calling you the B word, yeah. I should not have let you get, get me that, that upset, absolutely. Yeah, and there was another time that you said the B word, and you didn't apologize for it. I really don't think I said it twice, today. I think there was only once. Yeah, uh, the whole reason I know that you... I don't even remember you calling me that word, but vaguely, maybe... But I only remember, really remember when you called that other, my guest, who said the N-word, who is part black, but he looks light-skinned and mixed and something. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that guy's name? You called him a little B-word. <laughs> and you wouldn't apologize for that one. I don't remember that, but okay. Okay, nice. I, I don't blame one you. More, one, one more thing Good with Dave Ocala. I love how you college think that every black neighborhood is in the ghetto and is crime-ridden and poverty-stricken. You've got to stop watching Fox News. David, Fox News doesn't do, tell uh, people that. Oh, we disagree, but anyway. David, you think Fox News quick, tells people that a, every black uh, neighborhood is ghetto? I think they push that narrative. Where up, did, where, who, who has ever pop, told me, who has, who has ever said that every black neighborhood is a ghetto? I didn't say every. You said every. You said your callers need to know that every black neighborhood is not a ghetto. Yes, I can let, let me what get, makes get you, my point. No, before you make your point, you're making an, an assumption that my callers think that every black neighborhood is a ghetto. And I don't think that anybody assumes that. He absolutely did. He says, oh, well, Joe, move to a, a, a black neighborhood and see how fast your things get, get stolen. That doesn't mean that he thinks every black neighborhood is a ghetto. That means chances are... Listen to yourself, James. What? <laughs> what? 
you're laughing as if I'm wrong. It doesn't mean everyone is wrong. every single one is. We, I can clarify with uh, David and Ocala. I think he'll be honest about what he thinks, what he w- thought. Okay. He's pre- Go ahead, make with, with your point though. Tell us the David exceptions. No, no exception. Do a simple Google search, David. High net worth, low crime, predominantly black neighborhoods. You can find a whole list, a bunch of links listing multiple neighborhoods with six-figure average annual incomes that are predominantly black. You know, not every black or not even the majority of black, I mean, again, 64% of black men are now in the middle class, James, and that's going to keep increasing because of actors like men like me who are making the future better for not just black folks, but everybody. Aren't you on your high horse? It's just reality. Okay. <laughs> right on. That's what coaches and mentors do, James. Anyway, and I that's what pastors and counselors do, too. <laughs> it depends on the pastor and counselor. Yeah, like but, JLP. Um, we're not going to agree on that, and, you, and you, you know that. But I won't take 14 minutes today, James. Have a good day. <laughs> you too, Joe. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. Do those black, nice black neighborhoods need some diversity? Asks Cash Daily. Uh, I hear that even amongst black uh, well-to-do, their violent crime is still higher than the poor whites. I don't know if that's true. Mark in Los Angeles is on the line. How you doing, Mark? Hi. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say, talk about Joe Penny in uh, New York, the man who uh, brought a black thug to justice uh, oh, a year ago. You mean Daniel Penny, the former Marine, or the Marine, Correct. or whatever he was. Right. And he, now, had, he just, had the sleeper hold or whatever on that guy who did the Michael Jackson impression, and he threatened people, and allegedly... Right. On the train. Well, I just I just heard today before I called. You say brought to justice. Before I, I have to interrupt you to say you say brought to justice. I don't know if it's brought to justice. It's just he he got what was coming to him. You could say, but Same I don't thing. I don't think it's brought to justice. I don't think that's a. Well, what's the difference in terms there? Because brought, brought to justice or got what he deserved. Got what's got what he brought on himself is different from brought to justice. Because justice, yeah, but I'm told, mm-hmm. you can. No. I don't think that is. I don't think that it's brought to justice. I think it's just he brought it on himself. He brought what was. He got what was coming to him because he was acting out, and somebody subdued him in it and ultimately died. Well, before I forget, they are going to make this a court. They are going because okay. To the reason I say it's not justice is because his crime, his crimes, did not necessarily mean the death penalty, and it wasn't an official execution. It wasn't an execution at all. So, I think of justice as some some official proceeding by the powers that be, the authorities, you know, the established and agreed upon authorities by the gentlemen of the neighborhood. Whereas this was just a man protecting the community, the people around him. Well, I guess the reason I say brought to justice is because the justice, quote, unquote, system in New York is anti-white. Yeah. And the clown that he brought, I'm going to say it again, the clown that he brought to justice 
was uh, already in court on several felony charges, and he's walking around New York. Right. So now, he was never going to be brought to justice by the people who run the so-called justice uh, system in New York. So Mr. Penny, in my this is my opinion, brought him to justice. And they want to now. They want this to go to a trial. You know they're going to get a bunch of commies like the clown you just had on your show. They're going to get guys like him on the jury to convict Mr. Penny. And that's why I say Penny brought this clown to justice because he's not. Mr. Penny is not going to face justice any more than President Trump will in a New York court. These courts are full of leftist judges, revenge-seeking, white-hating Negroes on the juries. So there's no way Mr. Penny or President Trump can get a fair trial in New York. And the fact that they would even not dismiss the case against Mr. Penny shows the bias of the New York courts. It was obvious. There were people he was harassing. There are witnesses to this guy's evil, the guy that was killed, that died. Yeah. And why this would even go to a court is insane, to a trial, I should say. Yeah. It's New York justice. And when you talk about justice, okay, I'll, I'll rephrase it, street justice. I would say that he was given street justice. And if I'm on a jury, but actually, even, but Let me add one more th- argument about this, too. Two more arguments about this. One, Daniel Penny, I don't think that Daniel Penny at all meant for him to die. Agreed. And uh, so normally a street justice is in an intentional act of more than just subduing a out-of-control uh, suspect. And so that's one technical thing. And then the other thing about brought to justice is that's sort of an um, uh, inflammatory statement that made by someone who is trying to be, uh, trying to provoke anger out of people whom you're angry at. Am I reading it wrong? Are you angry at these people who, who take the side of, what was the guy's name who died anyway? I forget the name. I don't even know. Yeah, but the guy whom Daniel Penny, uh, subdued, the black, uh, homeless druggie, whatever he was. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know his name. But are you trying to get the goat of the people who are on that guy's side? Like, are you saying that with bitterness? Because a lot of things that you say, not all of it, some people misread you, but sometimes I hear you talk, and I'm thinking, this is an angry man. Are you an angry I man? I would say I am angry, yeah. Look at what's going on around us. If you're not angry, there's something wrong with you if you're white. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Negro, then you have everything to be happy about. Because they're winning on every uh, issue, unfortunately, and black privilege is everywhere. It's everywhere. So how can you sit there and say, no, I'm happy-go-lucky, everything's fine with me? Jordan Um, Neely is the guy. Jordan Neely is the guy. Uh, Correct. That's it. But but you should be neither happy nor angry. Because you're right, we shouldn't be these goofy, airheaded, nicey-nice Christian, fake Christians about it, pretending everything is fine when it's not. I agree about that. But I don't agree that we should be angry because you don't want to be hateful because then you're just going to spread evil. You're fighting evil with evil. It says, well, the Bible says, don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Love your enemy. The only thing I really hate is the evil that they do to us as a race. 
I know, but that's you know, sort of like a parent, a mother or a father says, gets all angry and, and that angry spirit uh, traumatizes the kid and the parent says, I'm not, I don't hate you, I just hate what you did. The kid doesn't know the difference, so it's still, just because you're angry at the action, you say that you don't hate them, doesn't make, mean it's not evil an evil spirit that's possessing you. No, I, I'm a Christian, uh, 100%. But I got the Lord protecting me. I'm not going to compromise or work with or try to get along with infidels. And infidels, and I don't care what religion they are, some of these people call themselves Christian, and they're just as much a white hater as a Muslim. So but, I am a Christian, and I believe that... Uh, the blood of God, uh, Jesus will save me from harm. Well, and, good luck and with I that. And I believe that if the Satan's children are allowed to continue to win, we're all going to suffer. If they convict Mr. Penny, do you feel that was justice? Of course if he's not. Ended, if he ends up getting convicted? Obviously not. Well, okay. Yeah. So the justice that you're speaking of, when I talk about um, the guy that died being brought to justice... Um, there w- there can be no justice in New York if you're white and if you're in a situation like Penny right. or Mr. President Trump. I know. They've so already, they already fired that guy, Officer Daniel Pantaleo, who did the seatbelt maneuver. Some people called it a uh, chokehold on Eric Garner, the guy who is the sort of family man, but he's a bit of a criminal, low-key criminal some of, of sorts, if you believe that taxes on... You know, taxes on cigarettes make criminals. <laughs> but uh, well, this guy, the fat guy who said, this ends now, and he resisted arrest, and he got choked, and he was fat, and he, he ended up dying. But well, I don't even guy, know if he was really choked, but he ended up dying. Well, the they, officer, they fired that guy several years later, de Blasio well, did. Several years. Initially, he, it was, a, it was um, a justified kill, originally. Right. And then you've got some communist, I forgot his name, former mayor of New York, the de Blasio scum. Right. He he changed it all around and uh with this officer in that incident and the man was fired. Another he was trying white to run for man president. Pardon? Because he was trying to run for president and Black Lives Matter pressured him and he caved to the pressure. He's married so to a black stayed, lesbian. I mean, yeah. And his he's daughter called him white privileged. And he's not even Christian. He's Jewish. <laughs> but he's a communist yeah, um, Right, right. One other thing, I know my time's limited here, so I just want to name a person who you should be aware of if you're not already. His name is Reed Hoffman. He's not a Christian. He's an evil man. He's George Soros II. He's the one financing E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit against President Trump. <laughs> he never met... He, 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 yeah, are you familiar with Reed Hoffman? No, I just... I just I'm hearing, I'm listening to you describe what he's behind, that he's e. also behind, uh, he's also, he's a multi-billionaire. He's also behind efforts to take Trump's name off the ballot um, in states. Now, the only place he's succeeded is Colorado. And if it hasn't been overturned already, it will be. But um, he's a real evil man. He's a fat little slob. He, is, and he co-founded is, LinkedIn. Wow. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's right. Do you see his face Married on the, there? Yeah, sort of uh, pudgy guy. Not sort of. Pudgy guy, fat. 
Um, married, glasses, yeah. married a gal named Michelle Yee, an Asian gal, I guess, looks like. I, I don't know if she's Asian. Might be. Yee yeah, well, a lot of them are white haters, too, like the mayor of Boston, who I saw on the, on the news today. I think her name's Wu. She's uh, going oh, to, right. the one who discriminates openly against white. Yeah. Um, she's going to be campaigning for Biden, uh, you know, uh, for his presidency. Wow. And uh, so you know who the white haters support. Yeah. And it's Joe Biden. And, um, yeah, but I just wanted you to and your audience to know who Reed Hoffman was. One other clarification. I, told, I spoke with you about three weeks ago in regards to um, – uh, Major General Edwin A. Walker, that he had been charged with insurrection. Okay, I want to come back to you on that. It, the charge was dismissed. Oh, okay. So I don't know of anybody since the Civil War that has been convicted of insurrection. Um, they're using that lie to keep Trump off the ballot that he was involved in an insurrection, never charged. And never convicted. Yeah, but you know these communists that are pulling this out of the out of the air um, are using that. And again, only as far as I know, only one person, and that's Major General Walker, were ever charged with insurrection, and the charge was dropped. Yeah, wild. So I mean, I, pardon me. I said that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I I really think that um, the. The laws that they're twisting today to allow illegals to pour in is is um, we can we can make something come good out of something bad. By that I mean, if they do rule against President Trump on his immunity uh, defense, yeah, which he has every right to have a presidential immunity, um, then if that if he if Trump loses on that, the Republicans can charge. Biden and Mayorkas with human smuggling, huh. and Biden won't be able to use presidential immunity. Are you aware of what presidential immunity actually is? No. Okay, if you're the president and you make a mistake, like you bomb a country and you kill innocent people, oh. you can't you can't be brought to trial because you have presidential um, immunity, sort of similar to what policemen have, you know, police immunity. Right. Um, it's, but it's needed. It's, a, it's something we need. Otherwise, we won't have a president that's willing to do what he thinks he needs to do to save the country. Right. Even if it's a mistake. Yep. You know, if his heart is in the right place, he needs that immunity. But it looks like these three commie judges are going to probably rule against Trump. So we got to make, you know, lemonade out of lemons and use it against Biden. Nice. All right, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for the information. Appreciate you, Mark, in Los Angeles. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. I got to read these Super Chats, guys. I'm remiss. I did not read all of them uh, from yesterday and days before because I didn't realize it. Base America First bought a coffee, and this was days back. Trump called Vivek a snake over the weekend when Vivek, however you pronounce that guy's first name, was caught on video emotionally manipulating a woman, as we saw on American Anchor Baby a couple of days ago, to vote for him in order to save, quote-unquote, Trump. Vivek remembered the 11th commandment not to attack fellow Republicans 
enemy campaigners accepted, but forgot about lying and stealing to win. Bam! By any means necessary. B-A-M-N. By any means necessary. Communist uh, phrase, or whatever you call it. Perhaps his strategy was to siphon off a bit from Trump's huge lead to come in second. DeSantis called Trump a self-serving politician. Yeah, so? (laughs) Didn't DeSantis get Florida state law changed so that he could campaign while remaining governor? Will there be Iowa voting shenanigans like last-minute rule? This is before the Iowa vote. Uh, Change only to count votes for candidates who debated or a convenient software error? Well, didn't happen in Iowa this time, apparently, because Trump got 51%. Only 51? 51% of the vote, which is massive, but he's basically an incumbent. And Lin Yen Chin. Apologies, man. He says, in regards to the AI super chat, I forget what the AI super chat was. Uh, intellectuals are proto AI. It might have been is the the mark of the beast AI or something like that, or the Antichrist or something. Uh, intellectuals are proto AI. Isn't that true? Since they run only run on input of trusted sources, quote unquote trusted sources, a liberal buzzword communist buzzword, and have no real sense of understanding. That's true. Which is why they're always missing context. Quote, unquote. This means, yes, AI serves insecurity, also known as Satan, or sin. Very interesting, Lin Yen Chin. I appreciate it. Lamps bought a coffee yesterday. I didn't get to it, man. Thank you. Or woman. Or young lady. Or young man. Fake news, not the fake news. That's right. White Lion NYC bought a coffee. I lo- hey, I love the calls from Maze. It's actually M-A-Z-E. M-A-Z-E. And Amos. By Amos, I'm assuming maybe you mean Mark? Because there is no caller named Amos that I recall. Both, thank you both so much. Please keep calling in. Nice. And someone bought a coffee saying... I'll explain what I mean. There's another long coffee. Not very pithy. I'll explain to you what I meant by show me the man, I'll show you the law. When you mention Lloyd Austin in your news segments, you call you always preface it with the affirmative action, AA hire, as a way to dismiss or cast doubt on his qualification. Well, you can lo- look at the man. <laughs> but um, when someone you like gets a high-profile position, take Clarence Thomas, you don't refer it to him the same way. It's our greatest justice for him. And I have acknowledged that maybe it was an act of affirmative action on the part of George H.W. Bush, but it turned out that he was more brilliant than the rest of them. Indeed. And if you want proof, check Nick uh, Mike Cernovich, who said that he gets the wonkier, uh, or wonkier, wonkier cases because he understands them. He comprehends them. He's higher IQ. He sees, he sees and understands and comprehends better than the rest of the so-called Supreme Court justices. So, uh, you don't know whether affirmative action fact into either one of their hiring. Exactly. But we, we know that there is the spirit of affirmative action. They're like, oh, the first black, was he called the first black defense secretary? You know that, you know that uh, Joe Biden and his ilk made a point of going for the di- so-called diversity stuff. So we can safely assume... I think that affirmative action in general, affirmative action in general is putting blacks in charge. 
because they're not generally supposed to be in charge of the country. So it's affirmative action doing that. It's affirmative action doing it, especially with this culture of affirmative action here. Uh, just to answer your, help clarify for you, if you're truly trying to understand what you're, I can sense that you're not. So what is your message are you sending when you mention affirmative action? As I mentioned, I did say, acknowledge that Clarence Thomas, I don't know if uh, Bush knew what he was doing when he put a based Clarence Thomas in, because Bush, the daddy, I don't think he was very based. FYI. Another example, you said anyone with anger is a liberal, but when it's the great white hope, which there's no proof that Trump is angry. It's, oh, but he loves the country. I didn't say, oh, but he loves the country. I said, I don't, I don't see proof that Trump is angry. Just because he said he is doesn't mean that he's angry. There is always an out or another way of looking at things when someone you like is being critiqued. Well, that's because I have the real criticism, not this phony intellectual mumbo jumbo. You have AI. Refer to Lin Yen Chin's uh, AI intellectuals, no real sense of understanding someone with your coffee. Thank you for your coffee. Appreciate it. We have an ongoing conversation with this Mr. S- Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. or Miss someone. Let me double check over on Rumble. What's up, guys? Uh, oh, Ledge Klinger bought a coffee, but not a coffee. Over on Odyssey, not every black neighborhood is ghetto, but every ghetto is a black neighborhood, says alleges Ledge Klinger. Yeah, on a level not seen among the Hispanic neighborhoods, even. Because some of the Hispanic neighborhoods are pretty ghetto. But they tend to pale in comparison. I don't know about... I know that there's a whole lot of murders and things down in Mexico and El Salvador. But I really think that the blacks... The black violence makes the uh, Hispanic violence pale in comparison a bit. But it's Hispanic crime is pretty bad. But you might be right about that, Ledge Klinger. You might be right about that. By and large. Super Dave donated a diamond hake. Warrior. Priest. Warlock. Whoa, I disavow. Mage. Rogue. Or Paladin. <laughs> oh, you're asking me, I thought that you were calling me those things, or one of those things, or a number of those things, or you're asking me which, what my preference is. Uh, warlock sounds devilish, like a male witch. Mage, magi, magi from the east, that might be okay, because they came to see uh, baby Jesus. Rogue, kind of cool. But it also sounds effeminate. <laughs> Thanks to X-Men, I guess. Paladin, I'm not sure what Paladin is. I better not do that one. Warrior's kind of cool, but I don't know about war in general. Priest, the name has been tainted. How about none of the above, Super Dave? I don't know anything about what you're talking about. But thank you, man. That's cool. Graham is a first-time caller in Ohio on the line. Graham, thank you for calling. How you doing, man? Thanks for holding. Hey, what's, what's up, Hake? How hey. you doing, man? Doing well. How about you? Oh, you know, I got a day off work because uh, I guess it's too cold for the other guys, so 
oh. he's going to enjoy our day with the kids. The school is canceled, I guess, because we're up uh, on the lakes here in Ohio, so it's really cold. So yeah, it's a nice day, man. I'm going to make chili. But uh, right on. Yeah, I was just calling. I I'm curious because um, you know going into the election year, I'm just curious what you think the implications might be. Um. Because Biden seems to have like a big weak spot here with his absolute support for the state of Israel, and I'm just curious because Trump seemed to be like the most pro-Israel president right. in my lifetime. You know, the Golan Heights and moving the embassy, etc. So I'm curious, like with this with this opening here, it, like, do you think that Trump's going to like? It just seems like as people start to discover more about like uh, like the USS Liberty. Um, you go back to Numec and, you know, nuclear materials coming up missing from the United States and ending up at Demona in Israel. And, the you know, presidents can't mention the fact that Israel stole nuclear materials from us. And you just start to get into, like, Epstein, which is a big thing in the news now, with his connections with Robert Maxwell being Ghislaine Maxwell's father. And, I mean, he was the guy who honey-trapped Mordecai Vanunu, who was the one who told the world about Israel's nuclear weapons that they stole from the United States. So I just feel like there's this big, um, there's a big opportunity for the left. Say they get Mike, o- I'm sorry, Michelle Obama to run for president, mm-hmm. which the liberals just love her. And then she kind of does what Obama did with the JCPOA. Do you think that there's like a potential weakness there if Trump kind of does like the hardcore Zionist thing? Or will his support and the benefits from APAC and and they're kind of the money and the sort of support that he gets from, you know, that sort of that that wing of the um, the donor class. Do you think that will be enough, or do you think the left could maybe use Trump Zionism against him in 2024? I'm just oh, it interesting, seems like man. It's all kind of coming together, you know. So a lot of the things that you listed off, some of them went over my head, some of them I caught, but the point is, there's an anti-Israel awakening going on. And I'm calling it an awakening of sorts in that among both the left and the right, that they're seeing that Israel is not this angelic ally of America. And they've done some bad things. It's not exactly a liberal democracy, (laughs) quote unquote. I mean, they're at war right now, but come on. uh, And so so Biden is very pro-Israel. Are you saying that? Oh, if Michelle Obama were to be the one to go up against Trump? Oh, I use Michelle Obama as an as a. Oh, okay. Know, so just as, let's as you, let's say Trump versus whoever. Uh, I think they'll definitely. I think they will definitely try to trick the people who have their critiques of Israel. As let's say you, Graham from Ohio, um, and many others. I think that you're smarter than that to see that Trump is still the man for the job, even if you disagree with him on, the, on his support for <laughs> Israel. Well, I think, I think we all have to be kind of honest, right? I mean, do you think that he's the, the last think, guy, the last guy who stood up to, you know, that lobby? I, I mean, he got his head blown out in Dallas. You know, I, like, oh. we all know that he was the one pushing for the inspections of the nuclear program. I didn't, like, know, that JFK, I didn't know that JFK had, had quote-unquote, stood up to the Israel lobby. <laughs> yeah, well, he <laughs> See, was, you're giving me all this information that I don't know. This is interesting. No, I know. It's interesting. But, like, he was... But anyway, my point is, let me finish... My point... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I just... 
you're right, because if they use that as a weakness for the people who don't know any better, right? because if you're pro-Zionist or anti-Zionist, I don't care. At least know why you're anti-Zionist or pro-Zionist. You know, I mean, if you're an evangelical and you want Jesus to return, you want the Book of Revelations to be kicked off and you need him to rebuild the temple, and that's why you support Israel, well, at least know that's why you're supporting Israel, because, you know, that's kind of important. I just want informed voters. Democracy sucks, man. It sticks. Ten people that's in for room, sure. They're going to vote to rape the one girl. You know, democracy. Is, we are a republic. Yeah, I know. We're, we're a republic here, and people just think democracy is. That's a buzzword. I'm with you. Liberals use it's terrible. Dude. It is. So I just, I'm just curious if you think that maybe, maybe this Israel support at some point backfires, or do you think a maybe the evangelical vote will kind of carry it? Because I. I worry, man. I can't do. Oh, years. dude! Hey, I'll be broke. You can't do what? <laughs> I'll be homeless. Oh, you can't do Biden I'll be, again. I'll be in a tent city. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say you can't do Biden again? You'll, you'll, he'll just. Dis- I can't. Oh yeah, man. I'll, I'll okay. Be man. I got three little kids. You know, like how the hell am I going to pay for shit? Like, hey, keep it clean. Five dollars for egg. Graham. Yeah. Oh, so my gosh. God, no worries. I'm so sorry. No worries. You talk. I, I get. Going it's your on. first time calling. I think, Kate. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. No, so just, let me let me tell you. Yeah. Love you guys. First, do not worry. Second, work, work, work. Do what you got to do. Prepare yourself because the country, even if Trump gets in, uh, the country's well, quite likely to get uh, crazier. So you don't want to be like the blacks where the blacks are vulnerable to like the weaknesses of the country, such as immigration and all that stuff and crime. So, uh, so get your life right. Do not worry. And as far as Zionism, I don't know if I don't know if this time around we're going to get an anti-Zionist uh, candidate. So they both have that weakness, and they may use it against Trump. But I'm really not concerned about that. I think that there will be there will be whites who have their who are strong Israel critics who still see. So don't be mama to these people who are blind. There will be many whites who still see that Trump is the man for the job, even if they disagree with him about Israel. So don't worry about yeah, it. I mean, but I don't know yeah, if Trump yeah. is going to win or not, Trump, but I'm not concerned about I mean, it. You, get, you take nine out of ten boxes. like, yeah, if you're not literally, you know, I mean, just opening the border and the chaos that's coming in now. You know, I mean, speaking of, and last thing, I'll let you go. Sorry, I don't want to take up time, but Lloyd Austin. Yeah. Not, not just that he was a... The "Quote unquote diversity hire." That's not his. That's not the stain on his record. The stain on his record is when he was director of CENTCOM, and he was over there in Yemen. He was in charge of our operational forces in Yemen when we were the Houthis were helping us. The Houthis were the best at yeah. killing AQAP, the Al Qaeda of the Arabian Peninsula. Uh-huh. They were they were killing all these Sunni bin Ladenites, the real enemies of America. And Obama, when he signed the JCPOA. He had to appease the Saudis because they're mad. Obviously, the Sunni okay. Saudis are allied with Israel. They're not fans of Iran. So when he made a deal with Iran, he had to placate them. So what did he do? He told Lloyd Austin, stab him in the back. And he not only did he stab our allies in the back, he took the side of al-Qaeda. And that wasn't the only time he did that in Syria. I mean, the guy's an absolute... Yeah, I don't. I don't, oh, he's not, I, I don't like what a what a wow. I agree with you on. I agree reason, with you that reason. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything. I know next to nothing about the uh, this foreign policy stuff that you're mentioning. 
but it's quite sorry. It, no, you're fine. It's it's, it's fine to mention it. I'm not saying you my shouldn't. wife doesn't either. I drive her crazy, and so but I, I, but I I can plainly so see thank you for I can plainly <laughs> see that Lloyd Austin is an evil person, and oh, these people God. are spreading evil in the yeah. world. Look at all. Look at how the world's going out of control. Like we're like yeah. Iran's doing these bombings right now in these different countries, yeah. and I think it's partly because. Um, and they're getting bombed Ameri- too. Because yeah. America is not a America. America is not led by a man of peace. Do you agree with me that Trump was a man of peace by and large, oh, even dear. even with no, his support no. for Israel? You know, I I'm so like I could tell you the things that Trump did wrong, right. but I would I would be better doing that on CNN. The fact of the matter is, this man went against everything that Eisenhower warned us about. The, the, he went against the war machine. Yeah. So if you want to nitpick about like what he did on the sides, the war machine kills babies. Right. Buries babies alive under rubble. I don't give a shit. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't give a shoot, a holler. Who sorry, you kids. are, you don't Ladies. bury babies under rubble. Yeah. yeah. So I just, Trump was amazing. Trump to not start any new wars. That was the first time in my life. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of young. And it's like, uh, I hope, I, I pray every day that, but Trump's going to get back in there, and I, I honestly, I hope he follows through with like kind of vivid sort of vision of just seventy percent of every federal agency just just chop off the bot the the top ten that'd be and beautiful the bottom sixty just get rid of all <laughs> these worthless paper pushing bureaucrats you right. know like while we're all while we're all struggling to pay our mortgage and keep the lights on literally working seventy hours a week yeah God I'm so I'm so grateful I got a day off today and it's like. I'm worried that I, that money I don't make today, I'm going to need on payday. It's it's so stressful, man, and it wasn't like this from 2017 to 2021. Well, now, man, yeah, he did do great on COVID, but well, how would you do? I know. He, I, I had no complaints, really, with how it he did on COVID. Pandemic at him. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't planned. I'm sure it was an accident that it <laughs> right. happened. In a, I'm sure that Hunter Biden's laptop got banned <laughs> from... So I'm sure all was just a coincidence, you know, but... <laughs> Look, I I really appreciate you, man. I, I apologize twice. I used a, a bad word. I apologize to the audience and everyone. I'm, well, call me again so sometime, up, Graham. But... It's it's you're quite knowledgeable, and uh, wish you and your family well. Make sure you uh, stay with prayer yeah. and do not worry. You're a Christian, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I was, uh, Jesus said, "Do not worry." As a kid in the Catholic Church, but I, I luckily, I my my uh, ignorant atheist phase there after high school it, or after getting. A lot of ca- experience in the darkness of the Catholic Church. A lot of Catholics do I that. Bad priests, if you get what I mean. But okay. no, when I came back around, and now I'm in a. It's not really a. It's a non-denominational church, but cool. we do all kinds of help. We help, you know, addicts and alcoholics in the community, and we're. Just, it's just a good. It's just awesome, man. And I think Christ is the way. I think that He's the light, and I think that we have a lot of people who are trying to pull the wool over our eyes, and we just we need to be paying attention. These people are, are sick, and they're they're evil, and I think that a lot of people will say, oh, no one would do that, but I, I don't, I'm not so sure. So people like you getting out there and sharing truth and just honesty in whatever means are possible, you know, I, I really, I... I really appreciate you and Jesse and all the guys there, so well, make God sure bless you, you guys. You Thank too. You Protect and, yourself uh, in Ohio there, man. Absolutely, man. Well, we're trying to protect all of our fresh water. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I mean, they're, they're constantly messing with the lake. So God bless you, man. All right. And uh, yeah, have a great 2024. You too, Graham. Same Call day. again. Take care. Mm, bye. Bye. Interesting. I am past the top of the hour, guys. I did get a late start in my defense. 
I want to play some music now. Uh, can you play drums? Is the name of this track by Starflyer59. It's Work Hard Wednesday. Graham from Ohio works hard 70 hours a week uh, plus, and so do many of us. Um, this is going to be a good one. I hope you like it. This is from the 2001 album Leave Here a Stranger. Can you, be, can you play drums? By Starflyer59, you musical Philistines, enjoy, or press mute. Mike Gibson says, this indie stuff is evil, but it's Christian. But yes, it might well be evil as well. That's Starflyer 59. Shout out to Jason Martin. He's been at it a long time. I like his stuff. Uh, let me check for any remaining Super Chats, guys, that I have not seen. Thank you, Ledge Klinger, for the support, man. Thank you, Super Dave. Oh, shall I open the treasure chest? 
Let's do the treasure chest, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Super Dave, Coffee Talk with Sandra, and 555-565, I think, is the number of fives, correctly. Thank you, guys. Uh, evil, that's a stretch, <laughs> as he says. Okay, so here's the treasure chest plus 50. Let me add you a few extra lemons. The Obama sunken chest. Uh, D-Live discriminated against Trump supporters for no good reason back after the January 6th thing. But they re-monetized us, I guess. So that's, that's cool. It's nice. Uh... Lord have mercy. Someone bought another coffee. Last comment I'll make on AA, affirmative action. I appreciate you for engaging. Even Jesse has said, never mind the color, let's hire the person that meets the job qualifications. People go, yeah, that's how it should be. Haig somewhat agrees, but then says, but let the whites run the country. Exactly. It's their country. It's called a nation. That goes against hire the person that is best qualified, never mind the color. Not necessarily, buddy. Not necessarily, because they don't have our values or our culture. They do not have our values of the First Amendment. They do not have our... They believe in this anti-racism stuff. They do not necessarily have our values. So it goes to their qualifications, buddy. Let's say we go with Hake's suggestion. If a black person then comes out and says, I wasn't even considered for the job because I'm not white, then people would go, that's not true. You're just complaining. If you had met the qualifications, you would have been considered for the job. And Hake would say, yeah, that's right. It's a circle. Uh, No, because you're also taking a risk. We all know... At least, at least I know that you are taking a risk with many who would be very quick to cry racism or to have some type of crazy attitude or, um, or just be lazy and trifling. Very common. All too common, buddy. Do you not know this? You got to uh, really check yourself before you criticize the so-called racists. All right? Check yourself for once in your life. CJ in Texas is on the line. CJ, how you doing, man? Thanks for calling. Hold on one second. Okay. CJ in how to Texas. How to get off the phone. Hey, um, how's it going, man? Going well. How about you? Uh, pretty well. I was wondering... Um, I looked up some uh, some stuff and online about Joe from Phoenix's uh, study. Yeah, I'm really curious what study that is because I found one that was a survey, um, which definitely wouldn't lead to anything being factual. Right. Uh, and the thing <laughs> with that survey is survey that means self-reporting, self-reporting your drug use, because you, yeah, Joe from Phoenix talked it, about. Oh, blacks and whites and all of these others use uh, drugs at the exact same rates. And I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, you got to understand that the Juris Doctorate's degree is the biggest joke of a doctorate's degree that there is. So That's a lawyer's degree, huh? Lawyers and judges? Right. It's, uh, it's uh, amazingly makes you an intellectual without having to understand very much about anything else in the world. Yeah. Um, like, my dad's a lawyer, and... It's just a joke when he tries to talk to his engineer kids. Um, that's he's like, funny. But that's energy, not better. It's like it's the same thing, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what he says, MC squared proved. Um, 
So, yeah, so here's the thing about, like, self-reporting. So this is, like, from age 12 on, right? So it's like you ask a bunch of kids that are age 13, right? Like, what kind of drugs do you do? Like, people lie, right? So there's no way you can – you had one caller say, yeah, or uh, Big Bump was saying, no, it's a statistic. And he's like, no, it's a fact. Right. Like, no, it's, it's a statistic, dude, because yeah. uh, people lie. When you ask people what they ate, you know, and they're in front of their spouse, they're not going to be honest. Um, the whole context of how you're filling out the survey matters. You're asking a bunch of 13-year-olds, hey, what kind of drugs do you do, Right. I remember getting those surveys when I was in school, and all the kids would just goof off and be like, oh, I do crack and everything. They'd check all the boxes and, and you know. Right. And so and then you got to figure, let's say there's a bunch of white kids that don't commit crime. They're not even paranoid about it, so they'll just goof off, right? And then you got the True. The, the black kids that are doing drugs, right? And they're like, no, man, I'm not saying that I do anything. Right. <laughs> like, uh, like this could get back to me. That's funny. And so you got the yeah the self-reporting things, and then to just just to be so out of touch with the scientific process to say that a self-reporting survey could conclude facts is is hilarious. Yeah. So there's one. Now he go ahead. It, there's one survey that actually breaks down the um, the use by race for each drug. But then there was this other survey, the one that's probably he, he got to, because it was the one referenced by Vox. Um, Vox.com, the far left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. And, and they're, they, uh, they reference a different survey. There's one on the NCBI that's more technical, and it does break down the drugs by race. But I'm guessing Joe from Phoenix uh, clicked on the Vox article, probably didn't even read the survey, probably just read the Vox article. And uh, what's funny is that it just, it, it lists like everything by race and by age until you get to drugs. And then it just says all illicit drugs by race. Wow. Yeah. It's like, all okay, illicit. So you're not making, you're not making any difference between crack cocaine and marijuana. Like, so, like a bunch of white kids smoking pot at a party on the weekend, and the judge says, "Yeah, I'm just not gonna like you guys all get probation," or, or you got, uh, or you got some 55 year old crackhead on the street screaming into his shoe, throwing it up against the window of a building, and he gets arrested and prosecuted. It's like all illicit drugs. That's crazy. And then on, like, the alcohol use, right, on the alcohol use, they add in different race categories for, for blacks. <laughs> they add in a new category for alcohol use called two different races. But two different races doesn't appear on the illicit drug use, right? It only appears on the alcohol use. And I think that's to try to get the number of blacks that are abusing alcohol down, right? And although alcohol is legal, it has a severe impact on your ability to function in public, you know, once you get drunk. I mean, you are, I mean, you're, that is a long-term crackhead as far as stumbling around and stuff, even if you're just a first time getting drunk, right? Like you're swerving your car around. And I mean, so alcohol abuse coupled with other drugs is definite in public is definitely going to draw the attention to you. So there's just all these confounding factors in here. Right. It would be so stupid as to say, no, this, these, these are facts. He's, he like, says oh. that 
He says that he got his. He says he got his info from the National Institutes of Health. Oh, okay. So, and he did. He did bring up. He did bring up uh, the the numbers checking themselves into rehab or something like that. Which that's not that's not going to be. They're not going to be evenly. they're not going to go in at the same rate compared to how much they use, I don't think. It doesn't even – so, so the, the National Institute of Health does uh, do the each drug by, um, by race. Okay. I don't know. Still doesn't, still doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. It's like it's still a survey. <laughs> you cannot draw facts. And the sentencing from- project, he said. The sentencing project. With the s- sentencing project, that sounds like a liberal <laughs> – sounds like a liberal the- group that's – has an agenda. None of these lead to facts. Yeah. All these things lead to is you could generate a hypothesis from yeah. it. Yeah. You, you can't, not, none of these associative, epidemiological, associative, uh, mass surveys, n- none of these are facts. And consider right? the source. Facts. The National Institutes of Health is a liberal, uh, hippie, former, former hippie run uh, group in the government. So these are these are liberals coming up with liberal supposed facts. Well, they also, um, yeah, like if you if there's like a running joke in the scientific community, right? If you want to know how to do science uh, absolutely wrong, go talk to an epidemiologist, right? <laughs> because they they think they're scientists, but really all they do is conduct surveys, right? And then they and then they're so horrible in their discipline that they start making cause and effect statements from it instead of, you know, bearing in mind the discipline that association doesn't prove causation. Right. Right. But Very true. So, and you know, the, the, the culture of the black kids is so different from that of the white kids and the Hispanic kids, very different from both. Uh, although the white kids are becoming a little bit more like them, but the practices, the types of the ways that they do the drugs out in the open versus mm-hmm. uh, in hiding, the uh, whites are disproportionately dying from opioids. I don't know if that means the kids, white kids are more likely to die from opioids. But there's all kinds of differences in how they, in how these people behave. So, no, they, all the different races are not the same. They, they don't act the same and they don't... <laughs> and we all know, as you pointed out last call, that the crime, the level of violent crime, the prior caller, Joe from Phoenix, is just in utter denial about that, apparently. No, he's not. He's just, he's just doing the same thing. He just starts, we start talking about crime rate. Yeah. Then he says you're wrong, and he starts talking about violent crime. Right. Right? And he always starts talking about something else. It's like we're not talking about violent crime. We're just talking about right now you being a thousand percent more. You know, blacks are a thousand percent more likely to commit crime. Oh well, the the violent crime statistics like like don't don't change the subject. Even the, the violent crime right statistics, now. it's not on his side. <laughs> <laughs> violent crime statistics seems like it would be even worse, to be honest. Of course it would be, yeah. right? And that's even with given all of the the, the modern day leniency that they're giving. Uh, you know, the courts bend over backwards yeah. to try to keep these uh, black juveniles and stuff out of the system. And still, yeah. I think the average, I think, I think the average black baby on the day it's born has a 33% chance of going to prison or something. 25, 25% chance on the day you're born of 
that you're going to go to prison. Wow. And then as you keep going up in the years and you don't go to prison, your odds get less and less and less. But man, and then you got like guys that have been to prison four or five times. Um, right, right. But the problem's definitely going to get solved by just saying that it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And by catering to them and criticizing the man who's telling them not to be angry because anger is what feeds this stuff. As JLP yeah, one last preaches. Thing I want, that's one thing I want to say about these studies. Yeah. Is that before they release their, the, the actual um, conclusions and stuff and statistics, they do uh, what's called an adjustment. So they just go into their numbers and they just change them. <laughs> wow. Like, like, well, we're going to adjust for income. Oh, and we're Lord. going to adjust for uh, average income of the area that they lived in. And, and so <laughs> these epidemiologists, they just start using these criteria to make it, so it's called the, you know, adjusted weighted uh, figures and stuff. So it's not even like the way that the surveys were actually even answered, right? Then, wow. they, then they weight them and change the data, right? Until, like, there was this one study that came out of, uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, right, who are staunch vegetarians. And they had this whole study where they reported that, yeah, the more plants that people ate, the less chance of heart attack that they had. And then <laughs> all these scientists just read the actual, the actual data, raw data, and redid it. They're like, no, it's the exact opposite. The more wow. meat people ate, the less chance of heart attack that they had. You just, they're like, oh, well, we adjusted the figures for this and this. Like, yeah, we didn't adjust any of the figures, and it says the exact opposite. Right, so the epidemiologists have, they usually have these agendas. They go into it not trying to find out what the truth is. They go into it trying to already prove a point. Yeah. Which is just bad science. That's, tr that's so true, man. There's such dishonesty. That's what I think, that's why I'm leery about these studies about the, the, how the transgenders supposedly, when they go through with their, uh, with their supposed so-called gender re gender-affirming care, which is the opposite of what it is, um, they are less suicidal, supposedly, per the studies. I don't necessarily buy that. First of all, like, that's really beside the point, because it's just, the difference is marginal. And second, these people are, are liberals, and they're, they have an agenda preset. It's definitely politically influ influenced and ideologically influenced. I'll tell you what, man, if, my, if I was changing a tire on a dark street in Oakland and I saw four, four silhouettes coming towards me, then they got into the light and it was, uh, you know, four missionaries with white shirts and little name tags, I'd be like, oh. Right. <laughs> thank you. If it was four black dudes, I'd be, I'd be reaching for my gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to protect yourself. <laughs> That's just the way it is, like... Do you feel comfortable, would you feel more safe with your car breaking down in a white neighborhood or a black neighborhood? And is it because of ingrained institutional racism or is it because of what you've experienced in your life? Yeah. I've experienced in my life, man. They they're, want they're you not to believe your, your, your eyes and everything that's speaking to the, to the reality of the situation. The only thing a black man treats worse than a white man is his fellow black man. Right. It's true. Well, and black women. Yeah. But, and that's um, only because of opportunity, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I mean, if any time uh, 
I mean, if any time Joe from Phoenix wants to talk about the veracity of his epidemiological googly googly boodly boodly stuff and wants to defend it as fact, I mean, I'd be willing to give him a sixth grade um, uh, level of science and proof and what that is, education, if you'd like it. Okay. We were taught the scientific method in sixth grade. Maybe another day. Causation doesn't equal, uh, that, that association doesn't equal causation. Very true. Very true. All right. Peace out. Thank you, man. Appreciate hang it. First. Take care. Uh, hang, he said, hang up first. <laughs> and I did. Because he didn't want, he knows that I don't like those clicks. And yes, uh, Joe from Phoenix, he was saying in the chat that he doesn't want to, he can't call in because it's only one call a day. And I don't want to waste too much time on that mess today. That's a fact. So, uh, <laughs> Graham from Ohio brought up, he was concerned a little bit about, the, about Trump's re-election and whether Trump is going to get elected. He doesn't think that he can handle another um, four years of evil Joe Biden and that his ilk running the show, if you believe that Joe Biden's running the show at all. Um, his handlers... Obama part two, Obama administration continued. Biden says he's making fun of these Republicans. <laughs> I don't have the clip for you, but Joe Biden is, is like, I might have this actually. Uh, Biden states, quote, the post millennial has this Biden. I'm still the only, I'm still the only person to ever beat Donald Trump. He split his infinitive there. Ever to beat Donald Trump, it should be. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. For the good of the country. Yeah, right, you communist. Evil Joe, crooked Joe Biden. (laughs) And he's sitting at a desk with his squinty eyes. I like his look now better than before. He used to be kind of fat, pudgy, a mess. And now he just looks lean and better. But he does look frail and old. (sighs) <sighs> is it true that he got that nasty sunburn? <laughs> He's looking okay. Uh, for the good of the country. And he's putting his uh, hands on the desk. I, uh, I'm going to do it again. All these, it's kind of funny. All these Republicans, you know, it's kind of funny. All these Republican candidates in the primary trying to beat Donald Trump, and I'm still the only person to ever beat Donald Trump. <laughs> he thinks he beat Trump. <laughs> Which I think so too, of course. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to doing it again. For the good of the country. Ridiculous. Uh, shout out to the post-millennial for sharing that. Is it true Biden is a clone? I don't think so. <laughs> James's Biden impression equals Clint Eastwood. That's right, Clint Eastwood does squint his eyes. Maybe Biden is trying to be Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood has about 10 years on him, and he's more functional. <laughs> he's still putting out movies, is he? I don't know. Does he have 10 years on him, or just 5, 6 years, or 7, or 8? Clint Eastwood age. Bum, bum, bum. Born May 31st, 1930. I can't do math. I need to use this totally useless website. 
uh, called Google, 93 years old, Biden age, 81. Oh, he has 12 years on him. <laughs> really? Biden? Joe Biden is... Okay. Shout out to Clint Eastwood. No, he's not based, but, you know, he's an old school liberal, a little bit more old school. But he's put out a lot of propaganda, anti-white propaganda. Did you know that? I saw this video that uh, exposed that Gran Torino movie as an anti-white movie. Same birthday as Hake. Wow. This <laughs> Carver 531. Because it's perpetually Hake's birthday. Yeah, uh, Gran Torino, very anti-white movie because they were uh, casting these whites, the white children of Clint Eastwood's character, as spoiled, and the grandchildren spoiled. And so he took their inheritance and gave it to the Hmong people, <laughs> the Asians who were invaded in his community because they were nice and polite and working hard and... Yeah, they got into a little bit of trouble, but they and tried to steal from him. But he put him to work and turned him around, turned his life around, and then he killed himself for the sake of some Hmong girl who got raped by fellow Hmongs, allegedly. Um, what a mess! Whites surrendering their inheritance for the uh, for the POCs who are coming into the country, particularly the Asians who are able to take advantage of the opportunities better than the others, by and large. So these uh, phony Christians against Trump. Speaking of Trump, this Pharisee woman and these Pharisee liberals, Beth Moore, I've talked about this gal before. Beth Moore is an older lady. Beth Moore, LPM. That's Allie Beth Stuckey. Jump down to the Beth Moore ones. Allie Beth Stuckey. I'll get to her later. She's supposedly pro-Trump. I love Jesus. I love scripture. I like people. I like diversity. My interactions and follows do not equal endorsements or reflections of doctrinal alignment. Out of Houston, Texas. Lproof.org, something like that. Beth Moore, LPM. All my knotted up life is now available. Beth memoir. Ridiculous. She writes this. Uh, sobered la by last night and trying to practice what people call radical acceptance. Not of a presidential candidate because surprising things happen. Just plainly sobered by the thought that without, with other individuals to choose from, masses of people still hail Trump. Hail Trump. <laughs> Meaning vote for him. Support him. He's what they actually want in a leader. Yes. A bully, they call, she calls him. Trump, a bully? Psst. Please. Beth Moore, Trump 1A is the uh, thing I'm reading from right now there, Hassan, if you can. A verbally abusive. Verbally abusive. That's a woman word. Artfully and purposely divisive. Divisive. Trump is a unifier. The only way that he's divisive is the way that Jesus was divisive by telling the truth. That's the only way that's the only way that Trump is divisive is by telling the truth. And you can say the same thing about Jesus telling the truth. People were divided. 
A bully, she says again. Divisive bully who has all but left the Republican Party unrecognizable because we did not appreciate the Republican Rhino Party as it was. Beth Moore, it was not Christian. Trump, Christian. I don't know, I just can't understand it. She can't, and I believe that she can't understand it. Maybe I've got a mental block. Yes, indeed. Think you have. Beth Moore, she's older gal, but liberal, feminist gal. Supposedly Christian, but you who are staunch Republicans, why don't you care about your own party more than that? Oh, because Trump is saving, if anything, the Republican Party. In fact, he's, give, he's too nice to the Republican Party. <laughs> Forgive me, I don't want to be a repeat performance of my 2016 self. I guess she complained a lot in 2016. She hated Trump. I didn't like her any more than you did. I intend to deal differently with this. I do not intend to get obsessed. I do not. In- That's right. Don't worry, your pretty little head, Beth Moore. I do not intend to get, uh, lose more relationships or talk about this rela- r- regularly. As scriptures say, I want to seek peace and pursue it. <laughs> As Trump did and does. I want to be a person of kindness, love, and compassion. As Trump is. Kindness, love, and compassion. A bit too compassionate in some ways, maybe. Forgive me, I don't want... Blah, 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 blah. I've got more... I've got to move to a place of radical acceptance. Liberal word. Woman word. (laughs) This woman is subverting Christianity. It was one thing to cast a vote for a party's only candidate... Reasoning the choice is the lesser of two either evils. This is quite another thing. This is wide open eyed. We want we want Trump. That's right. We do want Trump or nobody. Get out of here. Because Trump is American and Christian and a normal white man, boomer, leader. Anyway, this is where we are. We can complain all we want about our leaders, but in this government by the people, at the end of the day and beginning of November. Our candidates are mirrors of ourselves, she says. Oh, so you're admitting that Trump is a mirror of you? You wish, lady. So there are people responding to her, males responding to her. Thank you, Beth. There's no doubt God has been testing the evangelicals. He is not pleased by this syncretism with the GOP and Christianity. It's sad for GOP candidates shoot off firearms in commercials with the phrase conservative Christian values. They are not the same. Says this Dr. Michael Chung guy. I know him. Ah, yeah, that guy. Oh, that's, we're past those. We're past that one. Um, 2A. I'm reading the replies in 2A there. I read this Michael Chung guy. He was replying to that guy who was simping for, oh, people, all people are lovely if you look at them with loving eyes. Just ask your mother. (laughs) I think he's the one who said that in response to Rick Warren or agreed with him or something. I married above my league, Professor Michael M. Chung. These Christian-y Christian Christian liberals. This one guy, Clark Van Gilder, is trying to compare uh, Trump to Barabbas, the modern equivalent of Barabbas. Give us Barabbas the murderer zealot. Trump is not a murderer zealot. He's a man of love and peace and truth. Please. The short path to misery is trying to make sense of why so many American Christians, apostrophe S for some reason, 
flock to the modern equivalent of Barabbas, politicization of faith and weaponizing of the gospel during our lifetime. They're pretending like they're not politicizing faith. They're politicizing faith by being anti these people. Cernovich, Mike Cernovich, based Mike Cernovich, who may or may not even be a Christian, uh, says you'd prefer to keep in party with the Democrats which support abortion of a fully, quote-unquote, of a fully developed baby. Spare everyone the phony baloney hand-wringing about Republicans and Trump. Phony women. Democracy serves our collective condition, says, uh, serves to reveal our collective condition, says this Tom Koichi guy to, in the 2B replies there. Collective condition. That's a communist buzzword. Maybe what shocks us is our failure to understand the general condition of our society. But I'm not like that. This person is trying to say, implying, anyway. Your 2016 self spoke to me and many others in a powerful way, says Sam Juan, who has this, uh, this uh, peace poster from Bob Marley. The Shout out to Bob Marley, the late... Uh, Natalie Carey says, did he leave the Republican Party unrecognizable when Roe v. Wade got overturned? Is that what you mean? (laughs) By leaving the Republican Party unrecognizable? Yeah, instead of failing constantly, he succeeded? Oh, we don't recognize this Republican Party. We're We're winning. I'm getting bored with winning. (laughs) Or when our sons didn't get sent overseas to die in a pointless war so our elites could divvy up the spoils amongst themselves? Says this Natalie Carey. Thank you, Natalie Carey. <laughs> and then the last one, Beth Moore, Trump evangelicals. Real quick, and then I'll move on to calls. It's past time to learn to distinguish between the term evangelicals as a political sect and evangelistic people who preach Christ and only Christ and believe to their bones that he's the single solitary savior of the world. <laughs> And the totality of all Christianity has and needs to thrive. Count me among the latter. This woman is acting like, I'm not like those, those Christians. Those phony, weak Christians who support Trump. Who use evangelicalism as a political bludgeon. Uh, this guy, Joshua Young, says, Unfortunately, by doing so, the political, quote-unquote, evangelicals are no longer true to the definition of evangelical. Correct, says Beth Moore. Look at these people. I'm better than the Trump supporters. That's all it's saying. Sickening Trump worships of Aaron C. says, What, just because I'm, I'm not worshiping Trump, I'm just describing him. <laughs> he's talking about me, maybe. Because I don't think he's saying Beth Moore is sickeningly worshiping Trump, unless she is. Is she worshiping Trump by pretending that she's so Chris, too Christian for him? What a phony woman. I'm just reading your chats a little bit. I lost my place. Um, that's what that's saying. I'm going to skip the Bally, Ali Beth Stuckey. Maybe I'll get to that stuff later. But it, to me, that's just mind-blowing how blind people are. It's an, isn't it just endlessly interesting to me? Well, that's self-righteousness for you. 
That's self-righteousness. Maze in the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio, is on the line. How you doing, Maze? Hello, James. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Ms. Oh, favorite caller, or Mrs. Oh, favorite yes. caller? Those callers that call in come up with these statistics. Well, if you never, if you've never been, always been in sports all your life, raise your hands if you're in the chat room, and nobody never knew about your crime, it wouldn't be reported, would it? That's right. A whole lot of people oh. are... Blacks disproportionately get away with no, no, crimes. No, 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 no. Yeah, they do. Can I finish my Yes. Point? You let everybody else finish. Oh, so you, but you don't how, let me finish. Oh, that's how that story goes, if you want to come in with that situation. What? What and story? When it come to, and when it comes to a crime, if you was in a, in a trailer park yeah. or somewhere in J. Florida or somewhere, and my car broke down, I wouldn't even get out. First thing I dialed 911 and have somebody come and get me, because this neighborhood is not safe. Huh? Yes. That's where Say, it goes. Back oh. in that opinion. Wait, say again? I said I would have, I would call 911, hoping the right people come from 911, where they all in the community work together, because this cop lives over in this corner, and this black woman is in this neighborhood, and we're just going to do something to her and act like she did to herself. Lord. Are you trying to imply that a white cop would do you wrong? <laughs> really? Uh, let me ask you. Are you asking? Some are you, will. Are you implying yes. that? Yes. Some will. One oh, Lord. Some will. Yeah, Please. So I, I told you about the story the time with my brother. Did you know that? Did you know that blacks disproportion black cops disproportionately uh, are the ones who do who uh, mistreat the uh, suspects? Really? Yeah. Did you know By that accident black cops, or on purpose? Did you know that black cops cannot go to a white By community? By accident like, or on purpose? But James, did you yeah. know a black cop cannot go to a Caucasian community and arrest them, but they can always go into the black community and arrest them? Who made that, that up? Who made it up? Who it's made that up? For you to find, who made that up? Wild. But that's not, it's not you're just sitting around, you're just pay. jumping around making yeah, making false cops. claims. I know too many cops are not false. It's true. No, you're but making you false claims. Wait, who's the cops claim. are telling you? Black cops are telling you that? <laughs> I talk to white cops. I have friends with both. Are the black cops telling you that that they can't no, you arrest can white people suspects? The people that live in the place and tell you that, and they know. Are you saying? Are you saying, Maze, that black cops can't arrest white suspects? No, they can't. I didn't say that. I said they can't go into their community and arrest. Have you seen any happen like that? Oh, but y'all don't see y'all crimes on TV, so y'all y'all stuck in a maze anyway. Uh, when it comes to crime, we don't commit crimes, as y'all would say. And if, and uh, y'all, do y'all commit <laughs> crimes? Do y'all do anything wrong? I I avoid what? committing crimes in general. I said, do you your people do anything wrong? My, what do you mean so by we, my people? My people are right, Chris, so are decent Christians who don't commit crimes by and large. Some of my people, some of my really? people, yeah, fall into it because some of my oh, people are black. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. And then you, then you have some some black people have white. Because there are some black people who just you know they can't help themselves but uh, commit crimes. Really, and some Caucasians. But they're the trying way. to get. That's where they get most of the drugs But they're from, Christians. Don't they? They're Christians, they and they're trying to maybe. overcome. Excuse me. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. But that's not my real reason I call. The person that was worried about people talking about black people, uh-huh. they can talk about black people until they turn black if they want to. I do not care. And I can talk about who I want to until I turn whatever color I want to turn. But uh, they, y'all too good to talk about? That's what he think? The wigger. <laughs> people, think, <laughs> people think that you're completely delusional now. You're getting well, worse. Well, let me be delusional then. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I have a question. You know, yesterday you said you wanted to own a slave. I didn't say that. The other you guy, the, the caller said You and the other guy, and you said, I do too. And then no, I didn't. I don't remember saying I do too. Oh, you said it. Okay. Since you, so let me finish the conversation. I All have right. a little short story to tell you. All right. So you got a slave. The wicker got a slave. He got rid of Art because he wanted Art to apologize. Then he took on Rick. And then you got a slave, which is Big Bob. 
And then you got Mark. He's mad with uh, mad with the other guy because he's not as smart as he is, and he's a loser. That's that's Mark's problem. I'm talking about he's a Christian. Christian what? And all of that stuff. He rock it out, and he's gonna say God is the only. That's right. God, he got to give an account to God with all of the anger and the, the, the evilness he got within inside of him. Because who gonna be glad about somebody killing somebody in the first place? And something got to be wrong with you. That's the only reason why I love John Brown. Wait. Because he helped to save the people. He, he was not, not a help. He was a, he was a terrorist. <laughs> you don't like him. I mean, he was a terrorist. He didn't do he any could, good. Like, he what, committed murders. He committed murders. What? Really? Yeah, in the name of fake freedom. No, he was stopping murderers from killing innocent people. That's what he was doing. No, he didn't. But, <laughs> but he, that's how name, I name one murderer he killed. Excuse me? Name one said, murderer whom he killed. killed. They killed John Brown. The ones that was against the slaves. But John Brown killed people, right? Yeah, he killed people. Yeah, he Did, people. name one murderer whom he when killed. When they all get to be that way, y'all have a, a Name one too. murderer he killed. Did I tell you? Some of the people that wanted to keep people enslaved? People, what was he keep, killing? Keeping people enslaved is not murder. Why did they hang him? Keep keeping Because he committed an act of terror against the country. As he committed well, murder. Really? Yeah. He committed an act of terror, and then you got one man y'all hunting up like a, like a flagpole, and he didn't commit terror against the country? Slavery is when not murder, Mays. Mays. What? Slavery is not murder. I didn't say slavery was murdered. I'm saying the people that was murdered, the slaves that was murdered, and people that could not live and walk the street like you did. That's you all problem. Y'all don't want people to do slaves that. Y'all in general, want sla- so slavery was not murder, so John Brown was not stopping murder. He was trying I to stop you, why did slavery. He go to, why did he go to prison? I mean, why did they kill him? Why did they hang him? I already told you that. They're like they hung Christ. I already told you that. he Christ did not murder people. Christians John Brown Christ. murdered people. Christians killed Christ. No, they didn't. And you don't really... Not the, the evangelicals, I don't know what kind of Christian they're supposed to be. I don't even know what evangelical they must means. Be Lucifer, they must be Lucifer children. I don't even it's, know what evangelical like. means. I don't either. That's what they call themselves. Oh, well, I don't call myself so, evangelical because I've never... I somewhat know that it has to do with evangelism or something like that, mm-hmm. but I don't even know what... Maybe I am an evangelical and I just don't know it. I'm just a normal <laughs> yeah. Christian. If, if, if somebody tried to explain something to you, yeah. just because you don't like it, it's not right. Huh? It's not correct. I won't say right. It's not correct. What's and not right? It's always right? about What's a liberal correct? and a conservative and a Democrat and a conservative and all this crazy mess. Don't have no, and, and eggs are not $5 anymore, $4. Eggs is a dollar and something now. And gas prices are not high like they used to be. And then when you... What do you know? remember calling power for? Uh, turning on the country and supporting Obama. Well, I'm going to tell you what I uh, remember him from. That ladder they told to try to go to war with them trucks that was not for real. What? You know, that plan that they had in that ladder that was sold. You're, you're not talking they about WMDs, are you? What you say? WMDs, weapons of mass destruction? Yes, that ladder that was sold. That's not y'all trucks. Y'all make up and carry them. You're talking about trucks? <laughs> and you, you are WMDs brothers. carried on trucks? Yeah, Maybe all that are. stuff they drew that wasn't showing for real. That's why I say the destruction of this world is going to be the people that's always trying to make that they're doing right and doing nothing correct at all. Huh? And then they don't, as long as they don't get it together, because you said Trump didn't commit any crimes. Not that I'm aware of. Oh, that's what's, that's your problem. But you think Trump did commit crimes? Are you aware of any crimes Trump committed? Uh, the crimes that he was committed before he made to be president. When he used to be a liberal, yes, he had crimes then. What crime? The same ones that followed him. The one he's in so court you can't for today. Name, you can't name a crime. The one that he's in, in court for today. What crime? With the, the lady. What's her name? Uh, there are many ladies. There are many ladies. 
black, yeah, the lady that black he's females. The, that he's going to, the one he's going to trial for today. What's her name? Which crooked black... I don't know. You're trying to act like you're I don't, now. I don't uh, keep up with that stuff. Oh, okay. If you don't keep up with something, how are you going to have a conversation about it? Uh, because I know that it's phony. It's, oh. a, it's anyway, just a phony attack on Trump. So, Rick... So it's as I phony see, as Beth Moore, the fake Christian who pretends funny. like she's too Christian for Trump. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So... And then when you hear those that come out talking about black people, they don't even know nothing about black people. They don't even know what they do. Yeah, they do. How they live, other things. But ask about the trailer parks. Now, you ask me about the trailer parks. I've been there. I can tell you what they look like. They look like the ghetto. And what's and your you point? you know who live in them? What's your point? Whites? We don't live in them. You, what, you just in the t- whites do it cats, too? You got garbage cans, you got dogs, you got everything else, trash all over the place. Just go and go down south and visit one, one, visit one of those villages, and you'll see what I mean. Oh, so uh, there's a handful of whites who are no, who are no just trash, trashy. All around the country. A handful of whites around the country, oh, yeah. just trashy. <laughs> and then there's whites dominating and destroying whole cities so and, and neighborhoods. And you want to so say, oh, these things are the, these two things did are the I say, same? Did I say all? Did I say all? Did I say, did no, I, say I, did, I never said you said all. I'm saying so. If you got people doing that, what's your solution to solving them? That same thing with the blacks. So that's what I'm saying. So how do you solve your solution if you got the same way? I don't have the same way. That's what I'd like to know. I don't have the same way. I'm not into oh, the white consider, thing like you were you into the black them thing. Your people. You don't consider them being a uh, part of your community. Right, they're not. Oh, you're right. I oh, yeah, you you give it a different name. <laughs> well, are you that's mad about you it? You, you want to cry about it? I don't get mad. I'm I can't happy. help. I'm I can't help that you identify with the black thing and you take it personally. I identify, you I take identify. it personally when we criticize I the blacks. I think. Well, if you can criticize me, can I criticize you? You can you can criticize you're me, but you're not criticizing not me. You're criticizing other if you're people. Doing something that, if you're doing something that I know you're doing, I'm not supposed to keep it to myself and join people like Rick to act like it don't happen. What am I things doing? If you don't admit things and see it happen, what am I doing? Happen. Did I say records that sparns? How could you keep up a real record with a kid's record that's sparns and undid a crash? Uh, and then go to jail, but the record the parents paid it off. You're a mess. Mm-hmm. Doom so. Jesus sees nothing <laughs> beneficial in your conversation, Maze. I know it's not to you. Your conversation. Me, I'm giving you my opinion. But it's not a good I opinion. Know, you just give an opinion, and I'm giving you some facts. And no, they no you're not giving with, me facts. You're giving me opinion. And also, you talking about uh, Trump and his warrant when? How many, huh? I mean, how many people voted for him? 29,000. What? And if you had the ladies and the men together, that's how many? Look at the people that voted. Half of what them are you talking Iowa. about? I'm talking about the Ottawa. Iowa. Iowa? Iowa. Iowa. Nice. Iowa. Yes. The vote that he got with 29,000 people did not represent America. I want those slow and uninformed to understand. They, don't, they just only represent that little, that, that, that state. And then another one in the state to go. What's your if point? Said, What's your if point? If it would have said seventy-five thousand, maze, a hundred thousand people, it would have been me. Maze, it would have been maze. What? What? What's your point? It's like the two people, the one first came in second and came in third. Look at those numbers. I almost added up to twenty-nine thousand, and I ain't even hundred percent. So what else people gonna go that didn't vote for him? That's how stuff works when you have a vote between <laughs> no, that's, that's four people. people the four people add up to 100% of the vote. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're not making sense, Maze. 29% does not represent nothing. Maze, you're not very bright. Just for that state. What? You're not very bright. Oh, I'm, no, I'm not today. bright. I'm smart. Y'all bright people. That's why I, gotta I, go. laugh at <laughs> I gotta I'm go. I gotta go. I'm smart and happy. There's no point to your call. Oh, well, there's no point. I gave my opinion. And you, what I all thought. your point was, whites do it too, Trump's not that, in, do, that good, and he's a criminal too, And tell the when he come in and know what he's talking about, 
and just stop blabbling and repeating something. Oh, and, all, and the other callers who are criticizing black people don't know what they're talking about. No, they should. Don't. They don't know about black people. I just told you stuff <laughs> I know about people who look like you in the trailer park. You need to calm they down, get, Mace. You need, to, you, need to, you need to pot. <laughs> you need can't help if you don't like you it. Ought sorry, to, Maze, you ought to pause. Okay. All right. I got to go. Take care. All right. Have a good one. You too. Well, ah, she, how'd she get me? This has been the Hake Report, guys. I got to end. I'll read the rest of the Super Chats uh, tomorrow because it's time for Joelle Friday to come in here. Uh, this is Dove for Sale. Dove for Sale by Volmar, Justin Volmar. The best. It's Volmar Wednesdays, guys. Adios, America. Catch Joel Friday TV next. And uh, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow to read the rest of your Super Chats and get to more, uh, hopefully more edifying content from Hake this time. Bye. Pardon me, sir, would you like a dove? Winter's not as lonely with a dove Pure as gold, sure as it can fly You'll agree I think you'll be the kind Well now, son, your offer seems just fine Such a bird would surely treat me right But in a cage so stiff and cold Could any bird not turn to stone? Answer, do you think it still could love? No strings are attached, the price is fair No cage will be needed, I can swear Loyal, true, sure to stay with you You'll agree, I promise to be fair well then, son, your offer suits me fine This here devil surely treat me right For all I need is something live Loyal to me through all time I will love it, true and kind Feed it with these hands of mine Pure as gold, sure as I'm alive Thank you, son, you've truly been so kind